Well, I live vi- vicariously through you, uh, through you guys, with your uh, hurricanes and your tropical storms. Though they have hit us before, like we got hit by Katrina, and it, and it was, uh, it was awful. And even in Indiana, we got so much, more, so much rain. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, though. I mean, it, relatively speaking, was I mean, like, like nothing. Katrina was bad for Indiana. I know I what was going it. on at the Superdome looked bad, but <laughs> we got so much rain, though. I we, mean, like it was like I like I had to put on a raincoat for a couple days. <laughs> we got flooding in my office. I mean, I get that it wasn't the same as New Orleans. How long did you guys rebuild? Yeah, I, I saw that on CNN. I thought I saw. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, I, I think of, Mitch, Mitch Daniels goes like, where are the buses? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're off the rails here. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. She oh, did, yeah, my friend. Kind of. Entirely, that's true. Okay. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to The Indebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is September 24th, and this is episode 661. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials. This show, we're going to preview the Western Conference and talk a little Pacers up top. But joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, undebeatable? Shout out to the regular season on the horizon. We can see it now. We're past the equinox. From Asheville, North Carolina, he's a house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. It's the gray towel, John Colson. <laughs> what is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? I, I'm really excited that we have somewhere between 3,000 and 300,000 listeners. Um, <laughs> congratulations to you guys for sticking with us for, at this point, this is our 12th NBA season, I believe. Going into it. So. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, we definitely are on the veterans minimum right now. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're in the three million range, not the the one million range for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're definitely going to get a call from the census takers in your state next time around. They would love to enlist you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real good with numbers. <laughs> and from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Staring down a new season. Can't believe it. I know it. I know it. 
Well, before we get into the show, I guess I want to do a quick shout out to uh, the uh, uh, the Equinox, as, as you mentioned. But on the Equinox, uh, my boy has his has his birthday. So, oh, hey, shout out. Shout out. Um, yeah, his, he's uh, oh, he's uh, what forty two? He's forty two. <laughs> He's uh, somewhere between two and forty-two. <laughs> Congratulations, Waywin. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun fun weekend, and uh, we celebrated the equinox in style. Nice. Before we get into the show, we'd like to remind listeners that they can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to Patreon.com/slash. Undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. And if all three hundred thousand uh, of you gave us a dollar a month, I would quit my job and uh, do this show naked every week. <laughs> on you can pay for that. Page. You can pay for that. Yeah, and if you send two dollars, I'll keep his clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move, Harper. Yeah. Well, we got some. We did get some news, Colson. Uh, first of all, put your shirt on. Second of all, <laughs> you sent over an article that it it seems like the contract uh, for Buddy Heald might not be going super great. Um, we've been loving uh, having. Uh, well, I mean, the both individually, but together, uh, Halliburton and Heald, Burton uh, Buddy. Uh, yeah, and it seems like it's possible that that may not be. Well, so the Athletic uh, wrote an article uh, this last week, and uh, it sounds like uh, the Pacers uh, have about seven million dollars in cap space, and we wanted to give that to Buddy Heald uh, in the same way that we did with uh, Miles Turner last season. We had about twenty million uh, to give mm-hmm. Miles Turner, and we just gave it to him, and then. Uh, after we gave him that big bump, we were able to extend him on a very reasonable contract because he had that sort of single year bump. He, you know, got essentially an extra twenty million, and then we kept him at you know twenty million a year, which is a very reasonable contract. I think he's the, you know, tenth or twelfth highest paid center in the league. Like that's that's pretty solid. Um, and I think we tried to do the same thing with Buddy Heal. We said, hey, we'll give you the the seven million. And then we want to pay you less the fo- following two or three years. We'll do extension. And he said that he felt unappreciated, apparently, to the staff. Um, and he asked for a trade. Um, say it ain't so, buddy. Say it ain't so. Um, I actually uh, had spent some time thinking about, uh, you know, we all assume Matherin's taking over the shooting guard position. Um, I thought maybe we need the shooting from Buddy Heald in the starting lineup and Matherin can play the three and we can put Bruce Brown at four even though he's undersized and we can make this work. Uh, Buddy Heald does so many things for this team. Sounds like the team's trying to get him out before the beginning of the season. And uh, I don't know. Uh, the, The article that we'll post you to has six possibilities and they're all bad. Um, I don't. I don't feel good any anything good about what what they're um, trying to get for Buddy Heald. My assumption is that we would look for a usable wing and a draft pick. 
do you guys want more out of it than that? I mean, Buddy Heald is the most prolific three-point shooter in the NBA right now, according to what he did last season. Not the, not the sharpest shooter, but the uh, most frequent. Um, and there are a lot of teams want him. Um, I feel like we can get something for him, and it sounds like we have to. Yeah, so I guess it surprises me that Heald demanded a trade. Like, what... Demands like, it over. He he wants well, a... asked for a trade. I mean, whatever. Yeah. He, he yeah. asked for a trade. Like, um, d- so does that suggest that it's already a foregone conclusion that he's not going to start and he's going to come off the bench and he's? Like, I think that was probably because I want to get more playing time. Or something I like assume that. that was part of the conversation. Okay. I assume yeah. they were like, "Hey, look, we're going to give you this extra bump, and then we want to bring you down to like a, you know, twelve million dollar a year contract coming off the bench." We want to pay bench. you like the bench guy that we think yeah. you are. Exactly. Right. I assume start. that's how. Yeah. I assume that's how the conversation went, and okay. he was like, "He said I I'm a start. start." Yeah. Sure. But he may be traded to a team where he's not a starter. But if he can get paid like a starter, maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. Well, I mean, but, I suppose yeah, if he's gonna just uh, go into free agency anyway, right? If he gets traded, it's unlikely that the team will extend him, right? Um, so he'll just go into free agency in the off season anyway. So from his perspective, yeah, you might as well play, you know, either on a contending team or somebody where you're gonna get more minutes and whatever. So I guess it makes sense. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, if from it does, my, from though. My, I mean, he's getting paid like $22 million a year. If we were going to give him that $7 million bump for this one season and then try to crank him down, is he going to get $20 million a year on the free agency market? I mean, probably. Three-point shooting is a big deal. But I I mean, I have no idea what the market's going to look like next year, but salaries are (laughs) really high (laughs) these days. That's true. That's true. Wouldn't be surprising, I guess, but... um, I don't know. As, as far as what we want in return, yeah, I think that the Pacers probably want a player that is going to play minutes. Although, you know, we're going to do our previews. We're doing the West this week and the East next week. And, you know, at least when I was looking at the Pacers roster, I was, I was like, we are surprisingly deep. We have, like, dudes that have played a lot of NBA minutes that are probably not going to see the floor a lot. And... So maybe we just need draft capital back in an expiring deal or something like that. You know, what do you think, Harper? I think that getting a usable wing player and a draft pick for your bench guy is probably aiming a little bit high <laughs> for your trade. <laughs> I think Fair we'd have to be happy to get one or the other. I, I kind of agree. Yeah, draft capital is the way to go. I agree. I just we got a lot of guys who can play. Could we force him into our lineup and find minutes? Sure, but is that the best thing for the development of this team? Uh, you know, and I'd love to keep Buddy, but if it's just not a good fit, you know, with what he needs out of his career right now and what we need, then it is what it is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. I, I just really like the idea of his three-point shooting and his ball, uh, you know, off-the-ball uh, movement and stuff and his, and his, you know, connection with, with Halliburton. But you're right. We have a ton of guards, you know, and um, we do need a little bit of wing depth maybe, but... You know, Aaron Neesmith and... and uh, I don't think know, we do. I think that's the last place that we need depth. Oh, well, we have a ton of big men. And we got a ton of guard. We got a ton of shooting guards, you know, and, and point guards. Um, 
feel like who's our wing? Bruce Bruce Brown right. and Neesmith and Nora. Yeah. So I guess let's just trade him for a draft pick and call it a day. <laughs> like maybe Jarrett we're too Walker. deep. All right. We got yeah. we got guys. We got dudes. So dudes. So we got a binder full okay. of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I think to wrap this up, Colson says good riddance. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? I hope I hope that we can't find a trade that works and Buddy just uh, sticks around and we give him some sort of bonus and uh, the, this team goes to the playoffs and, and uh, he's so excited that he signs a long-term extension and he's here forever. That's what I meant to say, Joey. And you want him to sit the bench. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, I, you know, I, I do love me somebody, but uh, you know, like I said, we we, we kind of got options, so but I'd like to see him here. All right, the reason we've gathered here today is we're uh, doing a preview of the Western Conference. I like that Conference. that's your new. <laughs> I, I don't know why it keeps coming into my head. So it's not even like I'm going to like a lot of weddings. No, it's your catchphrase. I like it. It's to be your new catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, we're previewing the Western Conference, and you know we do this every season. Go through each team, and uh, Jason runs the show today. So I'm going to kick back my heels, uh, and we're all going to talk about the teams. Uh, Jason, mm-hmm. how goes the Western Conference this year? Well, it goes great. Now I launch into an hour-long monologue. <laughs> no, uh, Joey, don't put your heels up too uh, comfortably because we're going to need you uh, to do some analysis yeah so uh, yeah like we do every year we're going to go through the western conference we will uh, give a brief preview of every team what they did in the offseason you know what they're looking forward to doing uh, and then make our prediction on how many games they're going to win this year and then we'll also uh, uh, peek into what Vegas thinks and uh, if we we find any sure winners we will uh, alert you uh, immediately uh, and so to mix it up, you know, uh, every year I come up with some way to organize things so we're not always going in the same order. Uh, we've done, you know, ar- arena names and mascots. And uh, last year we did leading scorers of franchises in franchise history. And uh, this year we're going to do all-time leading rebounders mm. uh, in franchise history. So it'll be a game within a game. You guys can uh, try to guess as we go down the list who the top rebounder for every uh, franchise was. Mm-hmm. And uh, our first one is the Phoenix Suns. You guys know who the who's grabbed the most rebounds in Phoenix Sun history? So is this, this is not per game. This is their whole career. Their whole total rebounds. Yeah. As a Sun. Right. All right. Amari Stoudemire. Incorrect. Uh, Sean Marion. Incorrect. Think older. Older. Elijah. <laughs> no, not wrong. Uh, Barkley uh, was a good guess. Barkley was decent. Alvin Adams is the leading. Well, we could have been that here was my all next night. guess. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Start with hint, an A, though. A this is for a you. Hint. Yeah, this we're going hint. in alphabetical order. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. so now oh, you okay. know. Now you kind of keep track. All right, Joey. All what right. did uh, tell us about the Phoenix Suns? What are we expecting so, from them? So the Phoenix Suns last year finished 45 and 37, fourth in the West. They had a good season, uh, but lost in the second round to the eventual winner Nuggets uh, after 
checks uh, checks calendar. CP3 got hurt in the playoffs, <laughs> and they uh, crashed out. Uh, last year, you know, Kevin Durant was added. Uh, he's he's still there, so that's good for them. Uh, one one big change: uh, Monty Williams is out as coach, and your boy Frank Vogel's in. He's going to be running the Suns. Uh, on the player side, the big signing or you know the big pickup was Bradley Beal, so he'll be running with uh, Katie and Devin Booker. Um, I think the concern maybe that their bench is a little bit weak, but uh, they did add uh, Yuta Watanabe and Bol Bol. CP3 is gone. C Payne is gone. Landry Shamit, Tory Craig, T.J. Warren, Bizbeck Biombo, all gone. So, I mean, with those three, you, you know, Beal, Katie, and Dev Booker, you think they would have a pretty, you know, pretty good look. Uh, for the year, uh, I've got them at fifty-two and a half wins mm. for the season. Oh, and you're and you're Vegas because I don't do half wins. Joey Vegas. will represent Vegas okay. in this yeah. exercise. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Harper, what do you think about the Suns this year? They don't have a point guard. I mean, I guess when you've got that kind of talent, maybe you just don't need a point guard. But it is, you know, one of those positions that teams have sometimes. <laughs> know, sometimes. Occasionally. I, they've got a ton of firepower. They have no depth. Keep an eye on load management. I'll give them 50. Even 50. All right. I think I was thinking like you. Um, yeah, they need ball handlers and they need rim protection too. So they're missing two key aspects of how basketball works. Um I had him at I got him at forty eight. I think it's going to be a tough tougher Western Conference. So, and I think KD is going to go down for a three week injury at some point. So, Colson, what do you think? Uh, I like uh, DeAndre Ayton more than you guys do um, as their big. Uh, I agree they don't have depth. I I I don't look at Vegas beforehand, and so I'm a little embarrassed that I'm at fifty two. Um, okay. I I don't. Yeah, I'm fine with being under. Uh, I agree. There's no ball hunting there. I, you know, Booker, I guess, will be the point guard. Cool. Like, whatever. They <laughs> have so much. Wins. We all have them winning a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Yeah. 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 No, I, I just, I look, they're going to be good. They have, I mean, yeah, Durant is yeah. is they're super special. Three Beal of the four Booker best players well. on a lot of nights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. I'm looking at the salaries here, and this is, Kind of nuts to me, but Durant's at forty-seven million, Beal at forty-six, Booker at thirty-six, DeAndre eight at thirty-two, and then the next highest-paid player is Eric Gordon at three point two million dollars. Yeah, there you go. That's how so you. That's how you build a roster in the new NBA. Apparently, little top-heavy. Yeah, little top-heavy. It's by uh, a factor of ten. Uh, I like the Eric Gordon pickup. He's going to play real minutes for them. Yeah, well, he's going to have to. <laughs> yep. He might be the only ball handler. <laughs> right. All right, let's move on. Next up, the Portland Trailblazers. What you got for a leading rebounder of the uh, Portland Trailblazers? Oh. You this is gettable. You guys can totally get this. Is it uh Sabonis? No. <laughs> 
Or our Venus, not the Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy who played for them, not the guy who didn't play for them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, I didn't, it's uh, not Rashid Wallace because his is, uh, starts with a W. Right. Correct. Yeah. I was thinking Davis. Think, but... uh, oh. Like oh. Uh, mid 2000s to late 2000s. Oh, oh, um, uh, oof. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Maybe a little bit later, even into the 2010s. This guy was rocking. Later played for the Spurs. All right, you guys Ooh. are taking too long. Lamarcus Aldrich. Oh, there you All go. Right. Hey, LMA. I was almost there. I was almost there. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. All right, Harper, this is your baby. Tell us about the Portland Trailblazers. Well, I don't have any idea what's happening out there. Uh, Portland's GM is going to be busy probably most of the season fielding calls about Damian Lillard after sort of unofficially demanding a trade and then trying to force his team into trading him to one particular team in the Miami Heat. All the players and uh, reps around the league (laughs) got it talking to that you're not supposed to interfere like that. So who knows if Dame will get his wish of being a Miami Heat this year. For now, he is a blazer. They drafted Scoot Henderson, which is a guy who basically plays the same position as him. Uh, It will also join in the starting lineup, likely Jeremy Grant, Yusuf Nurkic, and Shaden Sharp, maybe Nasir Little. Other guys uh, worth mentioning here, Matisse Thibel signed a contract with them, and yeah, that's about it. They do have some young talent, and how much those guys grow this year um, is going to have a big effect on it. My number was shaded by the fact that I just there's a lot of turmoil there, and I think Dame is gone before the trade deadline. So uh, I have them matching last year's total of 33 wins. Hmm, 33. Colson, higher, lower? Uh, I love Scoot. Um, I love Shaden Sharp. I love Damian Lillard I just this is probably maybe outside the Grizzlies the most tumultuous franchise right now um, and uh, humans uh, when things aren't going great uh, tend to lose I'm going with 25 wins mm. 25 yeah you guys are even Ouch. more sour than I was I thought Ouch. I was sour at, at uh, 35 um yeah, it's impossible to predict what's going to happen with Dame. And, yeah, the only thing they did was that, well, they added Thibault, I guess, and then rookies. So, yeah, uh, and re signed Jeremy Grant to all of the money. Right, right. Yeah. Joey, what, is Ve- what does Vegas have for uh, Ve- Vegas has uh, something I don't see very often in the Vegas line. It's uh, N slash A. I think oh, the Lillard really? stuff. Oh, that's good. They're just not taking bets on this. No. Uh, <laughs> wow. So let's let's put a bunch of money on that. <laughs> put, go, go hard on on that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think that. I mean, everything you know depends on on what happens on that trade. So I mean, I I get it. Um, I did see uh, that the Jazz think that Lillard's coming there, but I don't believe anything. So. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the whole you know that's the crux of the whole thing. So, um, who knows? And that's where I'm sticking because that's where I feel about this. 
Totally. All right, cool. Next up, the Los Angeles Lakers. Guesses as to the leading rebounder in Laker history. Lots of names to choose from here. Uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Incorrect. Um, Russell Westbrook. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I was going to go with that too, but that would be an Westbrook, A. no. It's Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar. It is not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? Huh. Think uh, Jerry oh. West era. It was a guy that walked away from the team before they won a championship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh. he said, uh, I'm, I'm bringing you guys down. <clears throat> oh. One of the greatest players of all time here. Uh, oh, uh, uh, with a B. Starts yeah. With a B. Oh, it's Bailey? Exactly. Yeah, Elgin Baylor. Well, oh. Elgin. I thought, Elgin. That's what I was going to say, but I was like, I, th- I thought our last guy was, a, was an after B. I made that up. No, no we're good. Okay. We're, we're bad uh, at the alphabet, but we, we're good <laughs> at basketball like players. <laughs> All right, I'm on the Lakers here. So last year the Lakers uh, struggled a bit until uh, they got Westbrook out of the way, and then uh, Austin Reeves emerged as a star, and these guys made a run deep uh, into the Western Conference Finals before getting knocked out by the champs. Um, they were able to re-sign Reeves on the cheap somehow. Or I guess not cheap, but reasonable contract um they also brought in they made a lot of good moves so um we talked about it last week christian wood is there gabe vincent is there uh also brought in torian prince uh cam reddish for what it's worth and jackson hayes from uh new orleans uh they lost some guys lost schroeder most uh notably and troy brown who played big minutes for them uh so you're looking at a crunch time five probably of D'Angelo Russell, uh, Austin Reeves, James uh, Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis, with uh, you know Hachimura amongst these other additions off the bench. I like all these moves. Um, I hate to say that about the Lakers, but I like all those moves. They have they're way deeper than they were last year. Um, LeBron's thirty eight this year, which is not good. Um, but you know he's positioned to to make a good push this year. I, I like this team. I don't think they'll go crazy in the regular season. Um, so I have them at forty seven wins, a slight uptick from last year. Yeah, Joey, where does Vegas have of the Lakers? Let's see. So Vegas has the Los Angeles Lakers at forty seven and a half wins. Oh wow, mm, right there. And I think with the Lakers, you know LeBron's teams, they know. Uh, regular season doesn't count for a ton, so you uh, don't need to win them. Uh, just need to get to the playoffs in a in a good place, um, and I think that's what they're going to probably do again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harper, yeah, I agree. I like a lot of these moves, but uh, injuries and load management when you got Anthony Davis and LeBron James, uh, better depth should yield better results. But I got. 45. Yep. Colson. Yeah, of course, it's about health and it's about pacing yourself, but this team's deep. I, I, they found themselves in the playoffs. You know, um, Austin Reeves at the point is um, going to take a ton of miles off LeBron James in the, in the season. Um, I think this is, a, this is kind of a fun season for them. I think they're uh, going to hit 49 and yep. not sweat it. 
One thing that might come into play here is the new rule about uh, having to play 65 games to be award eligible. Right. Uh, LeBron likes himself uh, named to all NBA teams, so that might have him out there at least 65 games. And who knows with Anthony Davis, who knows what motivates him. Uh, all right, cool. So we're over and under on that one. So Oh, no. Stay away, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next up is the New Orleans Pelicans. Leading rebounder for the New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis. Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Well done. All right. Colson is going to tell us about Anthony oh, Davis. Pelicans. Last year, the Pelicans were 42 and 40. Offensive rating of uh, 21. Uh, but sixth in defensive rating. Uh, they were 17 and 12 with Zion in their rotation. Um, I'm bad at math, but I think that puts them at 50 wins if he's healthy all season. Uh, probably more than that. Uh, they got to the play-in, but lost the Thunder. Uh, they have a ton of guys. Uh, their probable rotation is CJ McConnell, Brandon Ingram, uh, Herbert Jones, who I love. Uh, Zion Williamson and uh, Jonas Valanciunas with uh, Jose Alvarado, uh, Dyson Daniels, Troy Moore for the third, Larry Nance Jr. They just have a bunch of guys. I really like their guys. I like their squad. But again, without Zion, it doesn't matter. Um, so this is, entire season is about whether he can be healthy. And I decided I can't really know if he's going to be healthy or not. There, there's this whole off-season thing with him, you know, on social media, talking in bed with ladies about whether he can stop eating donuts. So, um, I gave them a few more wins, assuming he'll be a little bit more healthy. I gave him 46 wins. Mm, that's a big bump. It's only four wins. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just assuming he can stay healthy He'll for play half 35 games. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's where I'm at. Harper, what do you think? That seems like a big F to me. <laughs> I can yeah. gotta keep eating them donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, it also came out that he had basically no relationship with his team. <laughs> mm. That's not That's true. good. I, not I have good. no reason good. to think he's going to play any games, but I do think that he'll be around enough to be a distraction. I got him at 40. Okay, I think that's I I would agree with that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of there with you. I got them at forty two. I think they're the same. They're the same. <laughs> it's like we last year. So why aren't they going to do the same thing? So I thought the West. Uh, was I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think maybe he'll play thirty five games instead of. Oh, there so you go. Balances out. Maybe. Yeah. What's the uh, over under on that? <laughs> yeah, I know that's a that would be interesting. Joey, what's the number for? Uh, New Orleans wins. Yeah, I mean, not too far off. 44 and a half. Hmm. Uh, so. So no, well, yeah, you can, you can just ignore me, what I'm doing. <laughs> we can go under with that one. Colson was very optimistic. I was. I don't, like, again, I don't look at the Vegas stats, so I just, just, I don't know. Just live in my own head. I like it. I like it. This <clears> is the time <throat> of optimism. <laughs> I, like, right. I like all their guys. I just do. Like, I, I think do it's too. a fun squad. I do too, but it's it's tough when you don't know who's going to play from night to night, right? right? And right. if like, and that guy completely changes the way your team plays basketball. Also, 
you know, Ingram uh, had a really tough FIBA World Cup. Like, that could have damaged it. I'm going to go down to 44 wins. Okay. I've still got time. We haven't changed teams. Does that get us all below? Yep. Okay. Because he had a rough FIBA thing, and I, he could he could be at a bad head space, and if, if Zion's not around, like, he's their best player. Like, I don't know. Let's go to 44. Okie dokie. All right, next up, the San Antonio Spurs. Leading rebounder for them. This is a gimme. Uh, Tim Duncan. Gimme. <laughs> Joey, tell me about the Spurs. So the Spurs, last season, if you remember, finished 22-60, and 60, 15th in the West. Uh, big... Uh, news over the over the offseason was Greg Popovich extended five more years, so it puts him past his 80th birthday. <laughs> maybe that something has news. maybe that has something to do with the fact that they got the number one draft pick because of that record and dra- uh, drafted Victor, Victor Wembanyama when the Pacers decided uh, not to do that. Uh, the yep. only other things that really are going on is they traded for. Uh, Reggie Bullock, C. Payne, and uh, Seti Osman. So I don't think they're going to be great this year, but we get to see. I mean, really, this is you know this is all about Webanyama and just getting developing him, keeping him healthy, and you know learning the NBA game uh, with you know with the sort of uh, uh, expectations around him. So Vegas has got them at twenty eight and a half, and. You know, pretty low, but looking, you know, the idea would be just to raise that every year until they're uh, back in the dynasty mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with your analysis. That number seems high from Vegas for me. I Maybe. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to manage uh, Wimby's load quite a bit. Uh, yeah. And so I have them actually one less win than last year at 21. Uh, I assumed Vegas would be like off the charts because there would be all this money behind Wembenyama. Um, uh, I picked twenty eight, so I'm even below Vegas. And Harper, um, I went stronger. I went twenty. Well, I had thirty, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lock Joey in there at twenty nine. So, being thank you, the cheerful <laughs> person that I am. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was just kind of looking at the Orlando Magic. What did they win last mm. year? Like thirty four or something under Bancaro? Sure. I mean, yeah, a really good player can make a di- big difference. I certainly agree For that sure. they're going to manage the heck out of him. Uh, still a growing boy after all, uh, but when he's out there, I think he's going to be super effective. And For sure, fun to watch. Sure. Right. I hope he's not still growing. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> I mean, he's probably like eighteen. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, next up, Minnesota. Leading rebounder. Kevin Wilson's Garnett. Favorite. Yeah. It's got to be Kevin Garnett, yeah. Got to be. 10,000. Like, so, uh, yeah, these two were fun. When you look on the um, basketball reference page, like, Tim Duncan is the leading points, rebounds, blocks, steals, <laughs> assists. Like, and Kevin Garnett, same thing. It was just his name all over the place. I yeah. thought it was, you know, because it was gone so early, I knew it wasn't Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> oh, yeah, otherwise. Yeah, you would have totally got it right. So close. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
uh who's on this harper's on this i'm on it i'm on it the timberwolves because you live there that's why we live there we live there. (laughs) that's true i want the coin flip this year uh timberwolves uh managed 42 wins last season before getting bounced in the playoffs by the eventual champion denver nuggets in the first round um their starting five is likely Conley, Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Big Cat, and Rudy Gobert, uh, which they're more or less running back. The roster still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, off the bench, they did add Shake Milton and re-signed Alexander uh, Walker to go along with Kyle Anderson, who plays really well for them, and Nas Reed off the bench. Uh, tons of good players but I, I still question the fit here with big cat and go bear probably can really only go as far as ant-man can take them so I, I do wonder about their consistency over the course course of a season but that said for their continuity i've got them ticking up to 45 joey where does vegas have them so minnesota uh, we got it 44 and a half we seem attracts for me too uh, slightly above average um, you know, a couple guys that are, I don't know. This team just hasn't fit super well. I feel like there's a lot of good talent there, but they just have not produced. And I, I don't think there's like a whole lot of changes to, to change that up this year. So, hmm. so I think this team's going to be on an uptick for two reasons. The first is after they traded Russell for Conley, they figured out how to play basketball. They're a much better team. And second, I think Anthony Edwards just figured something out in this FIBA uh, thing. He's like the the clear alpha. The, my concern is Carl Anthony Towns, who feels like <laughs> that Minnesota's accomplishment of winning two games in the first round was uh, more impressive than the Nuggets winning the whole thing. So uh, that's my concern. But I had them on an uptick, and I had 45 as well, Harper, so I'm going to... Do you the favor of locking you in, and I'll go up to 46. Boy. Colson, you love Minnesota. I I actually do. I mean, so, um, you know, you talked about Anthony Edwards making the jump. You know, he he just had a phenomenal FIBA World Cup. Uh, He was the alpha for the team. Um, I'm predicting him being a top 10 player in the NBA this coming season. Uh, Normally, that leads to a 50-win team. Um, I think there is, and we'll talk about this as we continue to talk about these teams. I think there's great parity in the lead right in the league right now. So, um, I don't think there's 60 win teams. Um, and so maybe hitting 50 is not going to be a thing, especially if you're uh, a young top 10 player. And I had him at 46, uh, but I'm going to bump it up to 47. Why not? Uh, Let's do it. Goes around, comes around, Jason. Instant karma. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I just, I I worry about health of that team, too, between Conley and Big Cat and whatever Gobert Gobert, can hit his head on. (laughs) Whatever wall angers Jaden McDaniels. But I love Nas Reed as the backup. Like, look, can we get, uh, can we trade Big Cat for a bunch of stuff? Like, this team could be really dangerous. I don't know. Get him, get him, yeah, buddy. I mean, the buddy healed they need. <laughs> exactly. I'll yeah, tell exactly. Actually, I don't want Big Cat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> for buddy healed? Ouch. Be, 
entertaining. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'd take him for Buddy Heald, but probably have to involve more in that. All right. Let's, uh, we've been at this for a while. Let's do one more and then we'll take a break and then, uh, uh, yeah, regroup. So, uh, next up is the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, guesses on their leading rebounder. Uh, Mark Gasol. Nailed it. Good work. There we go. Nice. Got it in one. I guess you found that out in your research of the uh, no, no. Because you're going to tell us about that. I, right I just figured out what was after Garnett. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> All right. Next week, I'm changing the network. <laughs> okay. um, so uh, last year, uh, the Grizz were 51 and 31. Uh, offensive rating of 15. Second in defensive rating. Uh, they uh, probably because they had defensive player of the year. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, they lost to the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs, two to four. John Morant showed a lot of guns in social media, <laughs> and he is now serving a 25-game suspension to begin the season. You know, define a lot. Well, <laughs> it, it, multiple times. There was a lot of gun stuff. It was more than zero. More than it? zero gun stuff. Yeah, mm. for sure. So, uh, they're starting the season. Oh, oh they also uh, went ahead and uh, picked up Marcus Smart, the heart and soul of the Boston Celtics, is now the heart and the soul of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, their starting lineup is going to be, looks like Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, John... Question mark. Kosher? <laughs> Conchar? Conchar. Conchar? Yeah. Is that a guy? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Jared Jackson guy. Jr., Steven Adams, if he's healthy, we assume he is. He missed uh, most of last season. Uh, Jaw eventually comes back, I guess. Uh, Luke Kennard is on this team, and so is Xavier Tillman. But, man, there's just so much chaos and so lack of depth. Um, I think I'm being generous and giving him 42 wins. Wow, okay, okay. Harper, I'm curious what your... Uh thoughts are uh i mean i was right in there i'm 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 at 41 they're gonna lose a bunch of games most likely <laughs> while jaw's out but they played great without him last year they did and, that is true i mean they got better like marcus smart is the better dylan brooks so. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. they should be yeah. better if it weren't for that suspension i'd have them winning 50 so well and i i like i like the rose pick up the sneaky Derek Rose I mean like I think he can give them good minutes Zaire Williams they're pretty high on I think Zaire, yeah Aldama somehow plays for them I like their coach I think their coach is really good uh, they always succeed even when uh, Morant is out and so yeah it'll suck to not have him around for 25 games or not who knows but he always gets injured for a good you know 15 games anyway so uh, the worry is that he tacks that onto his his actual playing time and then he misses something like 40 games and then you're in real trouble but uh i have them at 48 i mean they've won okay upper 40s low 50s for like three straight years so um yeah joey what's vegas got him at yeah just just under you it's at 40 45 and a half i and i think the morant the morant thing is yeah how long is it gonna take him to ramp back up um and, and can, you know, can he not get like, suspended just, again? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that's the next thing. Like, can he not do this again? So much right? free time he, on his hands. 
Yeah. And uh, something about uh, idle hands. I don't remember. Yeah, but, right. um, but yeah, I mean, assuming he can stay out of trouble, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they got a good, they've got a good team. You know, but, well, but Joe, I mean, they're not all going to see the floor. You said that uh, you know you were kind of close to to Jason's prediction. I feel like you're splitting us almost yeah. down the middle. Um, is this a stay away? It's definitely a stay yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty around this, so I I would I would stay the heck away. Or you know, gambling's fun. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to ride that way, man. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. We're about halfway through. Um, and uh, come back and knock out the rest later. Great. We'll be back in a few. Bye. Jason, you keep a track of scores on this one, or are we? Uh... I am. Yeah. No. All right. What do you got? You guys are on fire. You've hit five of the seven uh, rebounders so far. Nice. So I like it, especially once you picked up on the uh, alphabet order thing. That really helped your uh, <laughs> your success rate. We've cracked your code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, can I go ahead and guess that the Clippers <laughs> are next because it's Blake Griffin? Uh no. You are incorrect. Damn it. Sorry, I got all excited. That was my halftime <laughs> thinking. I was like, oh, I got clippers up. I'm ready to go. Nice. All right. Well, kicking off the second half here are the Denver Nuggets. Ugh. Guess on who the leading rebounder in Denver Nuggets history is. Go, go in. NBA history, specifically. Is it uh, Jokic already? Uh, go. No, it is not. Good guess, though. I was going to go Jokic as well. Uh. Is it early? Yeah, it's old school. This is a name you've heard. You've definitely heard this name. I think he was a coach for a while. Famous Nugget. Uh, I don't uh, have any other good No, hits. no, uh, I know, I know this. Uh, uh, Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, uh, yep. Izzel. Yep, nailed it. Good yep. work, buddy. Wow. I, I, Fucking, see I love my I love my eighties digging into the recesses of your brain. Eighties basketball. Yeah. What is uh, it again? Dan Izzo. Izzle. 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 I s s e l. Like shizzle. Yeah. Izzle. Exactly. Pronounced shizzle. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I'm on the Denver Nuggets. Uh, all hail our doughy Serbian king. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. All right. The world champions last year was a masterstroke from career coach Mikey Malone, uh, leading the team to their first franchise to their first championship. Uh, they went fifty-three and twenty-nine last year in the regular season. Uh, we know that they lost a couple key contributors to that championship team. Bruce Brown is now on your Indiana Pacers, and Jeff Green added another team to his list 
and is playing for the Houston Rockets. Uh, they were not super active in the offseason. They brought in Justin Holiday, which is a huge pickup. And then they drafted a few guys, Jalen Pickett, Julian Strother, and Hunter Tyson, all of whom are sort of, you know, veteran collegiate athletes, if you will, right? So they're not, uh, they should be able to contribute this year, to put it shortly. Uh, the Their starting lineup is the same as their championship. So Murray, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Aaron Gordon and uh, Jokic off the bench. Uh, they still have a Brown, but it's the German guy. Um, and Holiday will play minutes. They're going to need these rookies to contribute. And last year, uh, Brown was a rookie and he contributed. So, you know, there's precedent for this. Um, and you can imagine that uh, they might be a nice or attractive destination for buyout guys after the trade deadline. Um I, you know, last year they were in full control of things basically all year, and they took the foot off the gas towards the end of the year and ended up with 53 wins. I kind of see something similar uh, this year. I, they're super good. I I got them at 52 wins. I think they'll they're they're not going to blow away the competition, but they'll they'll win their games. I got them as the best team in my Western Conference. Uh, Harper, what do you think? Yeah, also have him as my best team. Maybe Jamal plays a few more games this year. Only played 65 last year. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? You're probably right. They probably take their, their foot off the gas at the end because I have them out, out ahead quite a bit. But They could hit 55 if they want to. Mm-hmm. What's your number? 55. 55. All right, cool. Colson. They're the champs. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I do think losing uh, Brown and Green and stuff like hurts a little bit, but you know, they're they're starting fives intact. Uh, I sure. actually have them behind the Suns, but I've got them at fifty-one wins. Okay, makes sense. Uh, Joey, what does Vegas think of the Nuggets and their title? Vegas defense? thinks pretty highly of them and they've got them tied with the Suns for first in the West at 52 and a half wins interesting okay yeah I, I think I think the West is deeper you know I mean I, I think it's I think the whole league is deeper I really do I think there's not a lot of bad teams there's you know you look at the Spurs and you go okay maybe they're tanking but they still got women young but you know like I just think overall the Magic is better, you know. The Pistons are better. I think it's going to be tough to win a, a ton of games in this league. Yeah, and all the bottom dwellers are, you know. Yeah. Nobody's like clearly just bottoming out to right. try to get one banana. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, the Oklahoma City Thunder. The leading <sighs> rebounder for the Thunder. It's not Durant because that's not how alphabets work. <laughs> oh, and I. Oh. I messed up the alphabet here, so oh, so now we we can't figure it out. Yeah, or we could just think about. Who, <laughs> I had put his name in the other way. Stephen Adams. So his first name, it's alphabet. His first name is alphabetically here. Yeah, I would have gone Adams too. What else we got? Oh well, so is this does this include? Um, oh, Seattle does include Seattle. Yep, yep. Thanks, Seattle. 
Think um, 80s basketball, Colson. Sean Kemp. Nope. Good guess, though. Um, who is Think the big Nate. man? Think Goofy Nate White Miller. Guy. Goofy White Guy. Um, oh. He may have also played for the Bucks briefly. Starts with a J. His first, first name, name or last name? First name. First name starts with a J. Jack Sigma. Nailed it. Good job. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know that guy, Joey? He loves <laughs> I know his name. Love you some Jack Sigma. <laughs> He was in uh, with the the NBA Jam. Uh, I yeah. think it was Kemp and, and Jack Sigma, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and they lost a lot of games, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, Rebounding is not what NBA Jam is about. <laughs> Rebounding fundamentals. Uh, all right, Harper, tell us about the Thunder. Well, exciting times in OKC. After a lot of years of not winning, uh, it's time for OKC to start winning some basketball games and SGA had his coming out party uh, last season during the play-in tournament, um, solidifying his role as a superstar in the league. They will welcome back Chet Holmgren, who missed his rookie campaign, in which uh, OKC notched 40 victories. Starting five, likely going to be Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, one of the Jalen Williamses, Lou Dort, and Chet Holmgren. Uh, bench player is going to be the other Jalen Williams, uh, Usman Dang, and they traded with, I think, uh, Dallas for Kaysen Wallace. The draft, Oladipo is on this team, but currently listed as injured following his offseason leg surgeries. I think it's third and four years or something. Mm. Uh, but all that said, there's going to be real expectations for this team this year, but they have got a heck of a lot of talent on this team. Probably need to trade some of it away because they're going to run out of minutes. Um, as it sits, I got them ticking up to 45. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same way as you. I, yeah, I had them at 43. I also like they um, either traded or signed for this guy, Vasiliy. Michich. 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 Who is a rookie, but he's an older rookie, and he was the EuroLeague MVP last year. So, you know, there uh, seems to be lately a good precedent for these EuroLeague guys coming in and being effective. So he's a good backup point guard for uh, Giddy there. Yeah, so I got him at 43. Colson, what do you think? Yeah, no, I'm I'm all in on uh, SGA. Um, I got him at 46. Okay. I like it. Locking me. Joey, what is what is Vegas think? Yeah, you guys are right around me, so I'm forty four and a half. So okay. I think we uh we're all over it. Just you know forty four, is that right? I had forty three. Yeah. Forty three. And he's wrong. And okay. I'm apparently wrong. <laughs> so I guess if Colson says it then it's consensus over. <laughs> yep. No, that's not how it works. All right, next up, the Los Angeles Clippers. Boom. And it's it's not Blake Griffin, huh? It's not Blake you Griffin. Big jerk. Nope. And 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 now the math is uh, the the alphabet is is screwed up. So no, it's the same. It's somewhere the between I and Z. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. It's somewhere between I and three hundred. It's between J. <laughs> uh, it's Elton Brand. Uh, no. Ooh. 
Um, my, my favorite Clipper, we, we tried to trade for him in the, the mid-90s, Loy Vought. Loy uh, Vought. <laughs> that's a good deep guess. Guy. Yeah. Oh, I that love that kid. Uh, but I assume that's too that's too late. Um, I got nothing then, if it's not Griffin or Vought. Relatively modern. This guy's still playing in the league. What? Played, How about played some minutes, I uh, think, in the finals, actually. But DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, there you go. DeAndre Jordan. Doesn't seem right. Oh, my God. I totally forgot he played for the Clippers, and he played there for like six years or so. He grabbed almost 8,000 rebounds oh in his time as a Clipper. Yeah. Machine. Ugh. How, uh, should have been Blake Griffin. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Colson, tell us about the Clippers. Um, so last year they were 44 and 38. Uh, they're just mediocre as hell. They're offensively 16th, defensively 18th. Uh, they lost in the first round of the Suns, 1-4. They're just middle of the road. They're they're super deep with like rotation NBA players. Their two stars, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, don't play a lot of games. Um, they made a late season trade for uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, who actually gave them a lot of juice playing off the bench. Um, and I think that might might help them this upcoming season. Um, I have a, a regular at the bar who is convinced that the new NBA rules about resting um, will force Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to play more, even though I'm convinced they're actually just injured a lot as well. Um their probable rotation is Terrence Mann, PG, Kawhi Leonard, Batum, who I think um, I thought he was out of the league three years ago, but apparently he's still starting. And uh, Zubats, Westbrook leading the bench crew with Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, and a Plumley. Um, they're deep. And uh, Robert Covington is on this team. Bones Highland plays on this team. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of bodies. Your coffee? Yeah, bodies. <laughs> They got bodies. Um, I'm guessing they're going to win uh, more games than I want them to because I just like to root against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And um, nobody ever wins two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with 47, but they might be a problem in the playoffs for some teams and maybe go further than I want them to. Um, I'm just mad about the whole thing. So going 47. Joey, what's Vegas got these guys at? I'm very curious. So Vegas has got the Clippers at forty six and a half. Oh, I went yeah. over. Nah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm changing. I'm going forty six. I'm going to go and change this before it gets too deep. I'm going forty six. Colson, they th- your your regulars think that that all this stuff is just rest. Like that, they're yeah. Well, I mean, they. I mean, I think Kawhi Leonard definitely is rest, but I think Paul George can only play fifty games a season. I think that's legitimate. Um, he played like what fifty six games last year and was really good when he did. Um, but yeah, Kawhi plays like whatever he wants. So I think they think that because they said they'll be on national TV games and at least one of them has to play. And I'm like, I think they kind of one of them all played all season last year. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going under. Screw these guys. Forty six. Yeah, I went way under that. I I don't it, I have a note in here to copy paste my analysis from last year, but I forgot to do that. So, <laughs> uh, but you know whatever I said last year, 
Um, we'll go back and listen to the tape. They, they have pro guys. It's all, all the things you said. They feel like a 500 team to me. I don't know. I think I'm at 41. Yeah, I was also at 41. Um, I, 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 who's the doctor who decides if they're healthy or not? Because I'm pretty sure Kawhi and Paul George have enough money to find a doctor who can say that their foot hurts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Side topic about you know these discussions about about the resting. It's like, yeah. I mean, how do you enforce it? We'll see. How you? How, yeah. We'll exactly. See. How do you? We will it? see. We will see. Um, I I do say I I look if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are healthy and <laughs> if they're both healthy, if. they could win sixty, but they ain't gonna. Screw these guys. I'm out. Yeah, I'll, I'll go up. And I'm one. still the highest. 40. I'll give him 42, I guess. You're 42? Okay. And if Bender hadn't been hurt his whole career, what would have right. happened? Yeah. We would have had championships. a championship. That's right. Yeah. I'd have banners. Yeah. Didn't Kawhi <laughs> Leonard, he he load managed in the playoffs? Didn't, mm-hmm. he, didn't he do that? <laughs> yeah, he did, he's big on that. Fuck that guy. All right. And he still gets hurt. <laughs> he gets hurt while he's load managed. Uh, all right. Next up, Sacramento Kings. This is a very difficult one. I had not heard of this player. Not Chris Weber, huh? Not Weber. And no. and not. Uh, oh, what was D-Bots. the bots? The big. D- yeah, thank you. Do not. Yeah, this... not D bots. No. Dude I'm named good. Sam Lacey. No, oh, yeah. Sam Lacey. Uh, we could have been here all night. Never heard of the guy. Yeah, that's quite all right. Uh, I am on the Kings. Oh yeah, I'm on the Kings. Uh, the Kings last year broke their playoff drought and played magical offensive basketball all season long. They were first in offensive rating and they, you know, acknowledged that the defensive end of the floor was there. (laughs) Uh, they, they, uh, ended up, they went 48 and 34, uh, but lost in the first round of the playoffs to the, to the, the Warriors basically because they couldn't play any defense. Uh, they return mainly intact, um, and I think they're going to need to rely on Mike Brown's uh, purported defensive prowess to uh, buy in and improve on that end. So this year their goal has got to be to win a playoff series, um, and I think they'll get a lot of buy-in from the guys to actually play some defense. Starting lineup, oh, uh, they didn't really make any moves. They got Chris Duarte um, and Ooh, some rookies. Eight track uh Rashawn Holmes is now in Dallas. Uh starting lineup De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, uh Keegan Murray and Domas, uh Davion Mitchell, Malik Monk and Trey Lyles off the bench. Uh and they're going to score in Duarte. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh they'll score. Um they'll win a lot of games. I got them at um a slight downtick just cuz I think the rest of the west is better so 46 i got him at but a solid playoff team uh harper what do you think yeah i'd slide down to all that stuff i'd have a 47 okay did you were you looking at my notes (laughs) you can't you're not supposed to hold them up to the camera like that (laughs) yeah okay gotcha you guys are killing me i had him at 47 um i look yeah i like them um and I think Mike Brown helps him. Um, he didn't help him last year. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> so. no, I think I think he needed time to 
convince him. We need an offseason to convince him. Okay. You need a Chris Duarte to come need- in there and really solidify the messaging. That's right. It'll call me track for nothing, like a broken record. One of, one of uh, the nation's elders to come in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you do that veteran, <laughs> that veteran voice. Well, hell, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to go all the way down to forty-five, but I don't think they can repeat forty-eight. So I'm going to go to forty-five. Oh wow! Right. Oh no 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 no! I, yeah, I did forty-eight. You love forty-eight. Them. I love them. I love them. Let's go forty-eight. They just repeat yeah, last year. No, there's no way that's happening. We're going 45. Boy. 45. I'm getting whiplash here. 45. Jason just rooting to lock is me smoking. in. Yeah. yeah, 45. Uh, Joey, what is Vegas at? 44 and a half. Ooh. Oh, we're still all Pound over. Pound the over. over. Pound the over. Wow. I talked myself into 45. Let's pound the over. Yeah, I like that. I think Vegas sounds Duarte, and they 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 are out on him, but yeah. we know better. We do know, know better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, you guys. This is an easy one. Utah Jazz. Carl Mr. Malone. Malone nailed it. The mailman. Joey, uh, can you repeat to us what we told you that the Jazz did in the off season in the the pregame, and tell us uh, tell the audience now. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. So the Jazz are mine, and I was like telling the guys, I said, "Hey, I was really struggling to find uh, the moves that 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 they made. Um, it's because it didn't really do anything. Um, the the Jazz last season, thirty-seven to forty-five, they were twelfth in the West. Um, Lori Markkinen got the most approved and was uh, was fantastic. Um, he's back. Um, yeah, basically the only things that happened of, of note are John Collins came in from Atlanta uh, they drafted uh, Taylor Hendricks and they also did sign uh, Romeo Lankford went to IU for a year uh, Indiana Watch it. native so he was the he was a Celtics lottery pick a couple of years ago and also I found out in my research that they're the only team in the NBA that's never at any point lost 60 games in a season Really? What? Yeah. So they've also not had a number one draft pick, so mm. might be related. Um, this season, the Utah Jazz are looking at, through Vegas's eyes, 35 and a half wins. Because, yeah, they, they didn't change much. And. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that the. John Collins is a player. He's an NBA player. Sure. He's very good at times. Although he was, uh, I think he was a negative. When he played for the Hawks, he was like a negative plus minus or something like that. Uh, or he, he, his team's net rating was negative. Um, so weird. And I don't think the addition of him makes any sense from a geometry standpoint for the Jazz. I think this move makes them worse. I don't understand. So... I have him at 34, which is a down tick from last year's. Hmm. Uh, Colson, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I've got him on a slight down tick. I, I, you know, they, they caught a bunch of teams by surprise early in the season. I also know that they kind of tanked down the season as well for, for draft picks, so maybe those things balance out. 
but I think the the entire NBA is deeper, um, and they're competent. They got competent basketball players, but I'm giving them 32 wins. 32. Wow. I mean, Harper. I I would agree with you on the John's Collins John Collins geometry thing, except that they just don't have any bigs. I mean, even after drafting Taylor Hendricks, they got what Walter Kessler and Kelly Olenek at the center spot. Like they just need bodies up there. They're going to play weird lineups. They're going to be developing youth. I like Bryce Sensabaugh. Um, but like, isn't Markinen a four? Like, don't he and don't Markinen and Collins play the same position? Maybe I, don't I feel like you'd rather have Markinen at three. I just, I feel like you just don't want him taking any punishment if he's okay. going to be your best sure. player. Right. Yeah. But, you know, they're still starting Jordan but, Clarkson. Like, there's problems with this team. Can he defend wings? Like, uh, yeah. Can he defend power forwards? <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Uh, and Jordan Clarkson is your, you know, savvy veteran. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're also starting Walker Kessler, according to the steps chart. So go figure. But w- whatever. Colin Sexton, Laurie Marketing, John Collins. Potentially those guys can light it up. But I... All that being said, I think they're going to have trouble getting back to where they were. Um, I do have them on the slide up. To, well, I, I got them back where they were. I got them at 37. 37. Okay. They're just flat. Cool, 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 cool. Apparently, I lost faith in the uh, Utah Jazz. Mm. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, the Dallas Mavericks. Leading rebounder, this guy again was, you Nowitzki? know, had every category. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dirk Nowitzki. No. Dirk. Sure. All right, Harper, tell us about the shit show that is the Mavericks. Oh, Dallas. So last season ended on a high note as the Mavericks and Jason Kidd embarrassed themselves, with Kidd admitting to tanking in a press conference, which cost his team like three quarters of a million dollars. In order to protect a draft pick, which they did, um, although they ended up trading away um, for Derek Lively. Um, that left them with their highest offseason priority of re-signing Kyrie Irving, because what else do you do? Uh, they did manage to achieve that for $120 million over three years. They'll be trotting out Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Grant Williams and Dwight Powell or Maxi Kleber. Bench guys, Seth Curry and Josh Green, along with Markeith Morris and uh, Derek Lively will probably see some minutes off the bench as well. Uh, health is going to be an issue because this is another very top-heavy team in terms of talent. Uh, but probably more important is what excuse Kyrie Irving is going to come up with to not play basketball this year and how long that lasts. Mm-hmm. Um but I do have them improving over last year's win total, which was just 38. Um, I've got them um, up to 45. I think they play. Mm. 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 Okay. Okay. What is your odds on bet for his excuse to not play this year? <laughs> uh, I'm going alien abduction. I'm saying I like that. that. Ooh, I like Lewis that. claims he got it abducted by aliens. Mm. Uh, he's gonna have to go be ordained or maybe get a degree of some kind. Okay, sure. School, yep. education related. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm thinking some sort of lawsuit around flat Earth. Okay. 
He's going to sue the lizard people. NASA. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. That's all. Kyrie Irving v. Lizard People. <laughs> and I'm on. Uh, I'm on some uh, vague, uh, non-provable social justice issues. Okay. I love it. That that's actually probably the right that's answer. The, I mean, that's the Vegas has that as the odds on favorite. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's sure. the inside track. Yeah. 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 Uh, you do represent uh, Vegas for us, Joey. So nice work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't. Uh, I didn't know what to do with this team. I don't. I, I have them at forty. That's obviously way lower than they could could win if everybody played. But I don't know. So it's <laughs> cool. Colson, what do you think? Yeah, Harper, I agree with you that this team could easily win forty-five games. It could win fifty. I mean, uh, Luka Doncic is. Transcendent. He's one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, but man, the Kyrie thing. And this isn't, there's not a lot of depth here. Um, they didn't even play that well when they played together. Oh, no, they played horribly when they played together. Yeah. Uh, they can score a lot of points, but they, I mean, they basically give the team other points when they play together. Um, mm-hmm. And like, they're laughably bad at defense on the floor together. I, I think they can outscore teams half the time. I'm giving them 42 wins. Joey? Yeah, I'm near there. 44 and a half. I mean, yeah, they got these big name guys who are going to win some games for you, but um, it is it is to be to be seen that that yeah, the top heavy team, you know, that the top heavy part can can produce together. They don't have no big guys. They have zero big guys. Maxi Cleaver's player. Okay. He's not great. Powell, but he's Powell does out, right? No, I like Powell. I'm just saying they just don't have a lot of size, and they're going to depend a lot on the rookie. Is what I'm thinking. I don't know. I mean, and then you throw Grant couple, Williams into the mix. Oh, I love the Grant Williams pick. Yeah. I think he's great. I mean, I actually, I, I think when I'm looking back on this, I gave them four more wins because of him. Like, I think he's mm-hmm. going to be perfect fit as their four. He's going to be able to roam and play defense and stuff. Like, I, you know, I think they're getting better, but uh, and I think they're a play-in team. <laughs> I think they're screwed in the long term, but I think they'll rack up some wins. Sure. Uh, so you split us, Harper, by going high. It uh, turns out. All right. Uh, that one feels Just like a make, stay away. Make sure we know it's a, a stay, stay away. away. Exactly. Yeah, stay away. All right. Next up, we got two left. Let's power through Houston Rockets. Hakeem the Dream. Yeah, it's got to be Nailed JC it. has got that one. Yep. Wilson's on that one. Well, on the Rockets because they're my favorite team, right? Yep. Okay. So what do we got? 50 wins? (laughs) Uh, Okay. They got a new coach. Udoku, who had some, (laughs) whatever his name was. Uh, He had some trouble with the uh, Boston Celtics, but he's he's back, baby. He's back. Uh, Last year, this team um, was 22 and 60. Very bad. Offensively, they were 27th in the NBA. Defensively, they were 29th. Uh, they had a, a ton of young talent. They've been drafting for a while, and they all just ran around with uh, like chickens with their heads cut off. Like they just did had no plan. And uh, is going to come in and uh, give them some direction. They also spent a ton of money, as we talked about um, on the uh, last week's episode of Where That Player At, on veterans. They brought in. Fred Van Fleet, uh, Dylan Brooks, Jeff Green, and Aaron Holiday. 
to fill in with their young players. Um, and I, you know, I think this works. I think leadership matters. I think, uh, you know, they've, you've got stuff from the top down and uh, these kids will have some direction. Uh, looks like our uh, rotation is going to be Van Vliet with Jeff Green at the two, Dylan Brooks at the three, Jabari Smith, their number one draft, or they're not number one, but their first round draft pick last year. And then, uh, do I say this right? Sanguine? Is that their? Shingoon. Shingoon. Thank you. And I believe it's Jalen yep, Green. It's the other. One of the other Greens. Instead of, yeah. One of the Greens. Jeff, uh, oh, yeah. Jay Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Jeff Green's coming off the bench. Jalen Green's. I, I, I wrote them backwards. Yeah. Jalen Green uh, as they're starting to. And then uh, the, the, everybody's excited about this uh, Sanguine. 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 Uh, Alprin Penguin is his name. Um, people are excited about him. He's a really solid uh, big man. Uh, they've got Kevin Porter Jr. that I think might be into some trouble on the internet. Um, they're uh, rookie Amin Thompson and uh, Cam Whitmore. Jeff Green, like I tried to plug him into the uh, starting lineup. He's coming off the bench. And Tara Eason, which I, who I like quite a bit. They've got a lot of depth, and it's a good mixture of young players and, and, and veterans. Um, I, this is my biggest uptick of the offseason. Um, I've got them at 35 wins. I really like what they've done this offseason. All right, that was uh, way more reasonable than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank, it's 13, 13 wins is a lot of freaking wins in the NBA to go from one season to the next. Sure, yeah, but the way you were talking, they were, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited I was for them. For got, starting with a four, I was getting excited. They've got, yeah, direction. They've got direction, and I'm excited for them. I got them on a big uptick too. I got them winning ten more games than last year, thirty-two, which is, I think, a respectable. They they will uh, play much more organized offense, but they will still stuck suck at defense. So. They're going to lose a lot of games. Harper, what do you think? Uh, I was also at 32. I will take 33, I guess. After my Ooh. big my big speech. Yeah. You really <laughs> rallied him. That's right. Joey, what do you think? Uh, let's see here. I got him at 31 and a half. I'm sorry, I was just looking up. Uh, oh, pound the over. Pound the yeah. over. Well, Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He... He might be in trouble. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I noticed that briefly, but I don't really know what he did, but it sounds bad. Uh, his girlfriend's vertebrae got fractured. Mm, that's Jesus. not great. Yeah, that's not good. And when I say got, I don't know. There's very passive <laughs> construction. <laughs> well, allegedly. There's some, there's, there's, a, there's a, yeah, there's some alleged things. So we have 300,000 listeners. Cool. We could be sued. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's Kevin Porter's clear. camp is all up on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're going to grab any straws they can. <laughs> so. uh, but all right, no, cool. But remember, they, the they they brought in Aaron Holiday. He can be their backup point guard, and also Amin Thompson. They don't need Kevin Porter Jr. Well, they also don't need that guy to the Wolves. Van Vliet healthy, which you know. I, I feel like he's going to miss a bunch of games, but they actually do have some real depth at that point guard position that I think is usable yeah, for. Yeah, we're good. Or I would have They're taken good. the under on that, I guess. But uh, can't do it. It's a lock. It's a lock. Lock it. All right. All right. Last team, the Golden State Warriors. 
Anybody know the leading rebound getter for the Golden uh, State Warriors? Wilt Chamberlain. No. We're towards the end of the alphabet here. Oh, jeez. Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not okay. quite. He's third all time for the Warriors. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, this guy you've definitely heard of. Can we He's get, can old we get a hit, school. Yeah. Old, very old school. Um, probably like uh, Rick Barry era. Oh, jeez. So we're talking about 70s? Yeah. Uh, and it starts uh, with a what, low number. Starts with a low, a low number. alphabet number. What? No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's below. What starts what? with a T. His last starts name starts with, with a, a T. T. Okay, that's what I'm <laughs> oh going for. Oh, God. I hope you don't have any of your teachers listening. <laughs> <laughs> alphabet number. Like, uh, somebody Thompson. Maybe some kind of cryptology or something. Over yeah. There. No, no. Not a Thompson. Not, not a Thompson? A Thompson? Nope. Not Tompkins. Tristan's? Nope. Uh, Tom. First name. Uh. Terry Nate. Taylor. Oh, Nate Thurman. There you go. Nice. All right. We did that. <laughs> we got. We know rebounders. Yeah. I only gave you half of the name. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm on the Warriors here. Okay. Um, okay. Last year uh, was kind of a down year for the Warriors, but that's okay. They're uh, coming off a title and... Uh, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in the face to start the season. So, all things considered, I thought they did pretty well. They lot they ended up winning forty four games uh, and lost in the second round of the playoffs. Um, here's a st- statistic for you: among lineups with at least a hundred minutes played, the one with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, uh, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevin Looney ranked first with a net rating of plus. 21.9 uh, of course that lineup didn't see a ton of minutes because uh, Green or sorry Wiggins missed a, a bunch of the season and uh, yeah so there you have it in the offseason the big move for the Warriors is they shipped Poole out uh, to protect his face from Jamie <laughs> Green's fist and uh, were part of a, a deal that brought, Chris, brought back Chris Paul um, so you know, projected crunch time five. I don't know what they're going to start with, but you would have Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green on the floor. Key guys off the bench would be Looney, uh, Gary Payton the second, uh, Kaminga, and Moses Moody. Uh, you know, the Paul thing is kind of a big shakeup at some level, but if any team can uh, handle it, I think from an ego standpoint, these guys can uh and i think it will be good for him he can play low minutes all year and then be fresh for uh crunch time in the playoffs which is where he shines i mean really <laughs> so sure sure uh, i think they're you know they'll have injuries throughout the season they know that they don't need home court advantage all the way through to be competitive for a title um and i think that still remains the goal for them so uh, i have them at 45 wins for the regular season. Joey, where does Vegas have them? Vegas likes them a little bit better. Uh, 48 and a half. You know, I guess this is probably flavored with, you know, their multiple titles that they've won. You know, they are, they've are they entered the dynasty era and they still got, you know, uh, some of those dudes hanging around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So 48 and a half. I think that they, uh, they, got, they got a good, 
chunk of talent on that team still. And, you know, we, we've seen uh, Stephen Clay and, and, you know, to a lesser extent, Draymond uh, do things that were enjoyable to watch. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Harper, what do you think? I think this team has got some sneaky depth, doesn't it? Corey Joseph mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kaminga, and they just drafted Podzemski, so I assume they like him. Dario Saric? I mean, gosh. I like I like, I like their depth chart better than I have in a lot of years, but sure. Um, you know, I suspect with the age of all those guys and injury histories, there will be some games missed. Uh, I put him in at 46, so plus two over last year. That's good. Colson? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's uh, about the health of these players. I mean, I you know, Chris Paul could be injured all season. It wouldn't matter. But, uh, but you know, I mean, I think Clay and, and, and Steph, Draymond have to stay healthy. Uh, no, I think this is going to work great. I think Steve Kerr's a, a good uh, coach, and uh, this team knows what it's doing, and I don't think anything can really mess up the chemistry outside of uh, face punching. I'm going to go with uh, 48 <laughs> wins. Which is always a risk. Right. with this team so we're all, all right uh, we're all under on that but we are all under we are on that. yeah interesting all right we are those are the 15 teams in the western conference uh to recap briefly if you were to average what um uh harper colson and i guess for win totals the order in the western conference would be Denver Nuggets at the top, followed by the Suns and the Lakers, and then the Warriors, the T-Wolves, and the Kings, and that would be the sixth spot, so that would be your guaranteed playoffs. And then the Thunder, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, and the Mavs would be in the play-in. Well, we hate the Clippers, And huh? then rounding out the bottom would be the Pellies, the Jazz, the Rockets, the Blazers, and the Spurs. Uh, there you have it. That feels fair. Harper, do we do? You, were you keeping track of uh, consensus overs and unders, or by any chance? Yep. Just double check in here. Consensus overs on Sacramento and Houston, and unders on the Warriors, Clippers, Pels. I put the Blazers in at thirty-seven and a half. Because that was what I found for them preseason. But okay. if that were the case, we would be a consensus under on that as well. Sure. Uh, and uh, Phoenix's 52.5 seemed a little rich for us as well. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's a fair amount. Of... That is. I might stay away from Phoenix, but consensus. the rest of them I'm all I'm, I'm I would stay all away my from, money on. from the Warriors, too. Oh, I could see them getting super hot. Yeah. Well, and the Blazers, <laughs> since there's no number on They'll probably get more than zero. But that's like mm-hmm. yeah, that's like uh, five, six teams you can go to Vegas with. Yeah. All right. Uh, Joey, I'll turn the reins back over to you until next week when we talk about the yeah. Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do we'll do the, the same ordeal on the Eastern Conference. And, uh, yeah, now that we know how the, the game is played here, uh, I want I want all you guys off basketball reference for for a week. All right. Okay. No looking at rebounds. Or just or just like block the rebounds section. Uh, and no playing NBA Jam for a week. 
Don't check <laughs> your Google case. phones. None of those things. So, but yeah, so we'll be back. We got a couple, yeah, a couple other shows to to get ready for the season. But we are moving right along. And um, until then, you can hit us up on social media. We are on uh, Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com/slash The Undebeatables. Our website is theundebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. And my favorite one, email. Shout out at theunbeatables.com. Send us something uh, to, uh, you know, questions, comments, uh, anything in between. And at the website slash store, you got your, uh, your swags. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sikhanian. The party's over. What was that with the hands? Were you like being a naked mole rat? Like, what was that? I was trying to send my my voice Ah, to the microphone. I see. That makes. Because you guys can't see the mics Uh, right next to the camera. It probably looked a little weird. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's funneling mm-hmm. my voice to the to the sound uh, grabber. I saw you giving the old naked mole rat. <laughs> <laughs> it did it sound pretty good. So totally worth it. <laughs>